Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. People say it takes a lot of money and equipment to break into duck hunting. Surely there's an easier way. Well, there absolutely is, and on this episode, I'm going to talk about the simplest way to get into the sport and how to be effective at it. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to be talking about the easiest way and the cheapest way to break into the sport of duck hunting. But before we do, I just want to give special thanks to Tetra Hearing. We really appreciate their support of the channel. Guys, make sure no matter what you do in waterfowl hunting, go out there with ear protection. So when it comes to duck hunting, you know, you need a lot of stuff. And if you don't know how much stuff you need, we've done episodes on all the different kinds of stuff that you need from the least to the greatest. And you can go back and look at those, but I assure you, if you don't already know, there's lots of stuff that you need to get in the duck hunting, which is why it's often best to approach it as a team effort, where you get two or three people to decide they want to start hunting together, and then you guys can share the load and split up the different gear that you need to get started. But what if you don't have a team? What if you can't find some other friends? Or what if neither you nor them have the budget to to really purchase much of anything, is there still a way you can hunt ducks? Well, there absolutely is a way to hunt ducks and a fairly effective way at hunting ducks. It's what they call jump hunting. And a lot of people, they use that term or they hear that term and this sort of cringe goes up their spine because it's not traditional sit in a blind, call to the ducks that are coming, shoot them, and then have your your dog run out and grab them over the decoys and bring them back to you. It's a completely different kind of hunting. But it is absolutely no less sporting. It is absolutely no less ethical. 
And it's really no less fun depending on what kind of hunting you enjoy. So jump hunting or water or uh, excuse me, walking and hunting as they call it. The reason it's called jump hunting is because you're essentially walking around trying to get the jump on ducks or geese for that matter, but most usually ducks. So you are on foot, you are moving, you are grooving, you are walking streams, you are walking uh, lake edges, you're walking pond edges, and you're trying to find ducks that are just hanging out on the water or on the shore for that matter. And then you're trying to sneak up on them and get within range before they see you in flush. All right. And then once they do see you in flush, because they will see you in flush, you take shots at them and try to drop them before they get out of range. Or if you're quite good, you can try to get shots at them when they're on the water, which some people say is uh, not sportsmanlike. And to those people, I say, uh, you know, you're ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever tried to sneak up on a wild duck? I'm not talking about ducks at the park. Okay, I'm not talking about, you know, you going down to the park and there's little kids feeding the ducks and they'll come up and nibble your toes. And now these are not the kind of ducks you are hunting in the woods. Okay, I have, I mean, it is so difficult to sneak up on a duck and get within 30 yards of them while they're on the water. Okay, it can be exceedingly difficult. Ducks are very wary. They're very smart. They've got great hearing. They have good vision. They are uh, paranoid birds. And they will flush at anything and nothing. In fact, you can watch ducks even from a distance. Sometimes they will just flush for the sake of flushing and fly away. It is really hard to sneak up on ducks without them flushing and get a shot at them on the water. Okay, if you, if you, especially if you don't have good terrain that you can use. You can come out maybe from over a hilltop and, and something that can block your sight and your sound until you're just able to crest into position and see them before they see you. That's one of the, the better ways to do it. But it can be very difficult. You're most of the time going to flush the birds and shoot them out of the air. Not because you're trying to be more sportsmanlike, but just because that's all you can manage. In my opinion, if you can shoot a duck on the water, that is more impressive than shooting them out of the air. Okay? Just, you know, maybe it's different in different parts of the country. Maybe where you hunt, it's different. If you're a longtime duck hunter, you know, maybe where you've been hunting is different. But where I hunt, if you can get close enough, and I mean within reasonable range, within 30 to 40 yards of a duck on the water and get a shot at that duck on the water at real range, that is outstanding and very difficult, okay? It is, it is no small feat and it is absolutely no less sporting or no less sportsmanlike than shooting them out of the air after you flush them. It's also harder to shoot ducks on the water. I know I'm going down a rabbit trail here, but we had to go down at sooner or later, so we might as well start with it. It's no, I mean, ducks in the air are a bigger target than they are in the water. You're shooting a shotgun. So the bigger the target, the, the more surface area there is to hit, the more moving parts, the better. When a duck's in the water, the wings are closed. 
you have a smaller cross section, part of the bird is underwater, it's a much smaller target and subsequently harder to hit than a bird that's in the air. Now, if you're a turkey hunter, you may have a slight advantage because you're used at shooting at small uh, stationary or slowly moving targets on the ground and trying to hit a very small spot on them. However, turkey hunters are usually using an extra, extra full choke with special loads designed to hold the tightest possible patterns at long range. Duck hunters are typically using a more open choke, maybe a modified choke, and with the intention of throwing a big pattern to try to have the biggest circle that they can in the air to hit a bird that's moving quickly. So it's not the same thing if you're maybe used to turkey hunting or, or something similar to that because you don't have the same tools. You may be using the same gun, but you don't have the same tools. You know, you're not th throwing two and a half ounces of lead number six turkey shot through an extra, extra full choke trying to hold a, a one and a half foot pattern at 40 yards. You're not, you're not shooting like that with a, you know, a red dot sight or a scope or something like that. That's just not the, it's not what you're in the woods with hunting ducks, especially not lead shot because that's not legal. So you don't have the same equipment, the same tools that you do in duck hunting as you might have for turkey hunting. So it can be a more difficult task to try and do that. At the same time, it's absolutely doable with a little bit of practice. You can become, you know, very pr proficient at it, but you know, you don't want to underestimate what you're doing. So how do you go about jump hunting? So this is the way I typically do it. People are saying, George, you jump hunt? Of course, absolutely. Like I said, this is not a dirty word. When, you, when it comes to duck hunting, anything goes. All right, guys, anything goes to bring home some ducks. Okay, I go out duck hunting, and to me, success is having duck for dinner. That's what success looks like. It is the, the absolutely delicious and phenomenal taste of roasting duck. And I'm really hoping this year that I'm able to get a bunch of ducks and can shoot some recipe videos. I had no ducks left by the time I started shooting recipe videos this year. Nothing in the freezer. Uh, but hopefully early season we'll get some ducks and be able to do some recipes to show you guys just how delicious it can be. Those are always posted on YouTube. Have a bunch of turkey recipes out there, some deer recipes out there, and more coming up. Uh, but at the same time, the way you're approaching this in my book is to get ducks. That's the goal beautiful day on the water that's you know that's that's why you hunt period is to get outside and to see the beauty of it but the top level of success is measured by the taste of delicious ducks in my book maybe your book's different that's fine go with your book so you're trying to bring home ducks and again maybe you hunt somewhere where i don't know maybe in your state this is easy maybe it's so easy you consider it unsportsmanlike maybe you've eaten so many ducks you don't want to eat another duck unless you've shot it out of the air, hovering six feet over your decoys. Whatever, fine, go with that, do that. I've got no problem with that. But hunting ducks in western Pennsylvania, anything goes, brother, and still you might not bring home ducks that day. It is absolutely not easy. There are not as many birds as there are in various other places of the country where you've got more established flyways and so on. So anything goes. So the way I tend to do it 
is I will go out in the morning and set up in the blind and have a traditional duck setup. You know, we got decoys, we got a blind, we're calling, we're trying to get them in, we've scouted, you know, so forth and so on, the whole nine yards. That's what we're out there doing. And if we don't take a limit of ducks or any ducks come, you know, quitting time, whatever that might be, depending on the time of the season and the weather and so on, I don't know, 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, noon, whatever it might be for you, come quitting time, we pack everything up, go back to the truck, and then assuming I've got the whole day off, I'm going to do probably one of two things. One, I'm either going to go to lunch and then come back, or two, going to change my boots and then going to go out and find some streams and I'm going to walk that stream. Uh, so that's the way I like to do it. It's a one-two. In the morning, we go out for a traditional hunt because jump hunting doesn't work so great, in my opinion, early in the morning because the ducks are they're moving, they're flying, they're feeding. They're not just loafing on the shore or at the edge of the water or just hanging out, floating by. They're more active in the morning. So in those kind of scenarios, I'd rather hunt them in the more, quote, traditional setup. But uh, if you didn't have any gear... And you found a place that you thought would be good for jump hunting. You could always go out in the morning, find you a good tree, and just set up, hide behind that tree or sit in front of it. Camo yourself in with some brush. No decoys, no equipment, no nothing. And just sit there and see if those ducks are going to swim through there, feeding, coming, going, whatever they might do. And you might very well be able to take ducks doing that. So... You know, don't assume you have to do everything the traditional way. You know, in my book, you know, there's not really a traditional way because that's not the way it was done 200 years ago. Anything goes. It's whatever you can do to get a duck. So you can absolutely hunt ducks by yourself and without any special gear other than a shotgun and some legal shells. But what I'm doing is I'm going to walk streams, not so much lakes, um, you know, I just don't have any lakes that are great for walking around. If I did, I might do it that way. That was an absolutely legitimate approach if you had the right situation. But I do have streams, so I tend to walk the streams. And what I'm trying to do, and this isn't always easy, is I'm trying to walk the stream and not get any closer than maybe 15 or 20 yards from the water if I can help it. In fact, better, now again, the terrain plays a lot into this, okay? Better, I think, is to try to stay about 50 yards from the shore and then occasionally just walk right up to the shore. So you're going to walk parallel to the shore and then occasionally walk up to the shore and you're going to be walking quiet through the woods 50 yards away from the shore or more, might be further than 50. And then when you go to sneak up to the water, you're going to go super quiet. I mean, level 10 stealth mode. You're walking with your shotgun in hand, trying to get within range of the ducks that you think or hope are there. Now, if you've seen the ducks from, from where you were walking 50 yards away, you're too close to begin with most of the time because then they can see you. So the idea is when you're walking parallel to the shore, you want to be far enough away from the water that you can't see or hear the ducks and that they can't see or hear you. And then when you decide, okay, there might be ducks over there or that's a promising spot or you've scouted ducks over there before, 
you're going to walk up to the water very quiet, very slow, low, wearing as much camo as you can muster, face mask, gloves, whatever you've got, and then try to get within range before you get seen. And what I've found is the best way to do that is if the shore you're hunting from is higher than the water level. So if you're able to come down on the ducks from higher altitude, because they're more focused at what's at water level, you know, they're not usually going to be attacked by anything walking up high far away. Okay. So, you know, coyotes, foxes, anything coming after ducks, they're can only, they're going to come down at the water's edge. They're not going to be, you know, 10 yards above the water and, and at a distance. So you're able to get a little bit more sneak if you've got, can use some terrain and some altitude to your advantage. So you're sneaking in. So, you know, one of a few things is going to happen here. Most often you're not going to see any ducks. All right. They're just not going to be there. If they were, this would be easy, right? This is, it's hunting. But once you get close to the water, you don't want to get right up to the water. Once you're sure there's no ducks within range, you want to get your binoculars out or whatever you've got. And you want to look left and right up and down that water as far as you can. You don't want to move. You don't want to make any noise. And you may very well see some ducks, you know, 50, 100, 200 yards, depending how far you can see one way or the other. So what you want to do then is back out from the water, try to get back 50 or 100 yards, walk parallel to the water to where you think those ducks are or where they're going to be if they were moving, and then very slowly and stealthily try to approach the water from over there. And now you've got a much better shot at getting within range. But you got to keep in mind while you're sneaking in, these ducks could fly at any moment. They could take off at any time. You don't know which way they're going to go. So you're walking gun in hand, ready to shoulder and shoot. All right. You are on the guard, just like you might be hunting pheasants or something else. You are ready to shoulder and shoot at any moment while you're walking towards the water. And if it goes well, if it goes exceedingly well, you get within range to be able to take shots while they're on the water. That is the best case scenario in my book. And if you prefer to flush them and shoot at them in the air, great. Then you just move a little closer or you make a little noise or you move. Sometimes just literally shouldering your gun is enough. And then you take your shot. However you can or want to shoot them, if it's on the water or in the air, there you go. That's the best way to do it. What will more often happen is while you're getting close, you won't exactly see where the ducks are, but you will see them take off and fly one way or another. And then you need to be quick on the draw to try to get that shot left or right. So that they're usually not going to come towards you. They're going to go, which they're either going to go upstream or downstream the water. They're not going to fly into the woods towards you. And usually not the other way into the woods. They're going to follow the water most of the time. So that brings up another way you can hunt them is what they call pass hunting. Now I know this is jump hunting, not pass hunting. I'm not going to do a whole show on pass hunting because it's too simple. But literally you find a spot just like this one and you sit there waiting for ducks to fly along the water because ducks are going to get spooked. They're going to get spooked by other hunters. They're going to get spooked by critters. They're going to get spooked by branches falling in the water and they're going to fly. And sometimes they're going to fly without being spooked. They're just on their way somewhere. 
So, you know, what's interesting is we see water and we think, okay, that's a waterway. That's a highway through the woods for stuff to swim by. Well, when it comes to waterfowl, you find a stream or a river or something that is more than just a water highway. It's also an air highway. Ducks like to fly above or along water more than any of anything else. If they can get where they want to go flying along water, that's most often the way they're going to do it. So if you have a nice long waterway like that, a good stream, uh, even if it's not a great stream, a little stream, anything big enough to have ducks, you know, there's a good chance that they're going to fly along there one or more many times throughout the course of the day. So you could set up at a, you know, at a good tree, get a little bit of cover on either side of you, however you can do it. Maybe you can use the terrain and just wait for them to fly by. Now, typically if they're flying by and they see you, they're just going to keep flying because they're safe in the air, so they think. So they're going to fly right by. They're not usually going to flare and fly the other way if they just you know spot you sitting on the shore. They're certainly not going to land, but you're not trying to get them to land. You're just waiting until they fly by, and you're trying to get shots at them as they fly by. Very, very legitimate way to do it if you can identify a good spot. So you're either walking along the water or you're finding a good spot to sit. And like I said, you could come in early in the morning, you could sit down right there at that spot and try to pass hunt them or see if they'll swim through that area or whatever the course might be. And you don't need all the equipment. Now, the one question that does come up, which is, you know, an absolute necessity is how do you retrieve the birds? Because most of the time they're going to fall in the water. So, you know, of course, if you shoot them on the water, they're in the water. If they flush from the water, they're going to fly along the water upstream or downstream. So if you shoot them there, they're going to be in the water. If, you pass, if you're pass hunting or pass shooting and they're flying, flying through, they're usually flying along or over the water. So they're going to fall in the water. So, you know, more often than not, the ducks are going to fall into the water. So what do you do? How do you retrieve the birds? Now, this, I think, depends a lot on the time of year. If it's early season... If you're hunting in, you know, September or October and it's warm, you can just walk out into the water or even swim out into the water. You know, I mean, leave your gun and your stuff on the shore. Maybe you want to take off some layers, you know, however many's up to you. Maybe you want to take your boots off. You know, maybe you don't care. Just walk out or swim out into the stream. You might get soaked up to your knees or your waist. Or if you're swimming more, grab the ducks, head home. Uh, you're like, well, you know, you get that wet, you're probably done for the day. Hey, if you shoot ducks, that's great. Head home. You're that's that's an accomplishment. That's a good hunt. Um, so that's absolutely a way you can do it if it's warm enough. If it's not warm, and I should mention, you're often jump hunting in the middle of the day when the ducks are you know lounging on the water and less likely to be flying. So it's usually the warmest part of the day, also. But what if it's not warm enough? Well, then you need to have a plan. You need some gear. You need to know the water you're hunting on. Um, most often, you know, people ha- take waders. They'll either back, they'll either pack them in or they'll wear them in. I recommend you pack them in. Just you know, wear them on your back in a backpack or in a waiter bag or something. 
And then if you shoot a duck, throw those waders on. They could be cheap waders. They could, you can buy, and you, you've probably heard me talk about it if you listen to the previous duck hunting episodes. Get you a pair of those $30, $40 waders and then just throw them in your backpack. They're going to be small. They're going to be lousy, but they'll be good enough to retrieve a couple birds. Just put them on before you go in the water. Take them off when you get out. And then as long as the water is less than chest deep, that's all you need. Now, what if it's deeper water? Because sometimes streams are deeper. Well, that's that becomes more complicated. So oftentimes you could wade out so far and you can get you a big branch or something and, and that can do the trip. If not, then you might need to consider, you know, some sort of uh, boating option, whether it's an inflatable boat or a, even, I hate to say this, but, you know, you could use a, a pool float, you know, just an inner tube from the swimming pool that you can get at any store that's super cheap and you just literally blow it up right there and put a life vest on because, hey, um, but if you've got your, your waders and jump on top of a, a, a floating something or other with a little paddle, and oftentimes that'll be enough as long as the water's not moving too fast. If the water is moving fast, you know, you're going to need a, a kayak or something. If it's moving too fast for a kayak, you shouldn't be hunting it. There's just, you're not going to be able to retrieve the birds no matter what. But you know the, the key here is trying to hunt water that's not too deep to retrieve birds. That's the most important part of this equation. You want to be hunting shallow water. Uh, what I like to do is when I'm wading out, I like to take a stick, a long stick that's taller than me, and I'm walking into the water. I'm not taking my gun, I'm not taking my phone, and I'm walking out into the water with a stick because I can push with the stick, I can test the depth, I can look for submerged branches and stuff that I might trip over. Also helps me with my balance. If a boot gets stuck in the mud, you know, having an extra leg there with that stick, you can help pull yourself out. And uh, then, of course, you can reach with the stick and, and add some additional distance. Sometimes the duck is just too far for you to go. But if you got a 10 or 15 foot stick or branch, you know, you're able to reach out and grab it and pull it in. So... You know, you, you, it's not going to work hunting streams that are 20 feet deep unless you have some kind of a boat. And if you've got some kind of a boat, then you're probably not jump hunting. You're probably hunting another way. Uh, but, you know, there's all sorts of options, right? So this is, I think, the easiest way for new hunters to get into the sport because it requires the least amount of gear and you can still be absolutely successful. Now, I think it's gonna, it's easier to hunt ducks the quote traditional way from a blind with decoys and a call. I think that's the, the easier way. I think you're more likely to be successful hunting that way. But it's not like drastically better, okay? You know, people paint this picture, I think it's kind of unrealistic. It's not drastically better to hunt like that. Your, your odds are not drastically higher. They are higher. I think the, you know you do have better chances, but it's it's incremental improvement uh, in terms of chances. Also, what's nice about hunting that way is you can pick your spot a little bit more. You can know that spot. You can know the depth. You can really get a handle on the area and what your retrieval process is going to be because often new hunters don't have dogs. So 
you know, you, you have it. There's advantages to hunting like that. But if it's not an option for you, then jump hunting or pass shooting are absolutely options and, and fair and reasonable and effective ways to do it. I have shot ducks both ways and, um, you know, it, it works just fine. Now, the thing you need to keep in mind is other hunters. Okay. So if you're hunting in a state that's big on duck hunting or an area that's big on duck hunting, and there's a lot of other hunters in the woods, you want to be careful not to mess up their hunts. Um, you know, if they are along the water, you don't want to just walk along and just blow up their hunt. You don't want to cause them problems. You don't want to take other people's spots. You know, there are places where you can hunt like this and you will not inconvenience or even blip on the radar of another human being hunt all day and night. You'll never see or find another person. And then there's other places where you can't go a hundred yards without seeing somebody. In that case, I'd go somewhere else. Go somewhere where duck hunters aren't. Go somewhere where they don't want to hunt. They don't want to set up for whatever reason. It's not popular. It's hard to reach. The nice thing about jump hunting is you're not carrying much, if any, gear. You can get deep into the woods. You can cover some ground. You can follow streams long and far because you're not dragging a sled full of decoys and seats and equipment and stuff. You're just you... Maybe a pair of waders, a water bottle, maybe a life vest. That's it. It's all you got. And, and of course, you're gone. And you're just walking out. And so you can cover miles and find good spots, get out of the way. And those, I think, is, is maybe the strongest thing about jump hunting is that you can really cover ground and you can go places that duck hunters aren't where you're not going to see or inconvenience or upset or aggravate or impact someone else's hunt. You can be you and the woods and the birds. And I think that's one of the best parts about hunting, period. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes, all the other episodes on duck hunting, other kinds of hunting. Click through to the, to the YouTube channel. Check that out, everything that's there as well. Please also, I, I'd really, you know, it's really helpful if you guys are able to leave a review on iTunes. Um, you know, five-star reviews with comments are the number one way to get more traffic through iTunes, get the show to more people, rank higher in search results, all that. So I'd really appreciate it if you're able to do that. Till next time, God bless you guys, and go get them in the woods. <laughs>